Hi, this is Steve Thomas, pastor of the First Baptist Church at Delray Beach. Welcome to our podcast. We study God's Word to apply it to our lives in order to make a difference in this life and in eternity. We hope you enjoy this message. We cry out, we cry out. Today we continue our series on the Sermon on the Mount. And if you're not familiar with that, understand that what Jesus does in these three chapters in Matthew is he lays out his teaching for his followers. And these are the people that are building his kingdom. And you say, well, what, is, what does he mean kingdom? Well, these are the followers of Jesus that are ultimately going to be a part of his reign forever. And I know that probably sounds pretty out there and ethereal to a lot of you, but it's really simple, basic teaching to what God's people should be like. And some of you who may be not that familiar with the inside of a church and more familiar with the outside of the church may be thinking today, you know what, I see the church as really kind of a bunch of judgmental people. And we're going to address that today. So stay with us because that's really what this is all about today. Jesus is going to deal with the issue of being judgmental and also being someone who's helpful. Today, the, the title of the message is Planks and Pearls planks and pearls and it's from Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 through 6. Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. It's the first of the four gospel or stories of Jesus's life and Matthew addresses this issue Jesus addresses this issue in Matthew chapter 7. Now, some of you, probably a lot of you, are watching the most popular documentary in the country right now. No, it's not the Tiger King, it's The Last Dance about Michael Jordan. And it's fascinating to watch that as soon as Jordan begins to win championships and he becomes the the dominant player with the Chicago Bulls, what happens? People just are dying to find something wrong with him. They're they're saying, you know, because he was out late, the Bulls lost a game. Or because of this or that, he's, he's, he's not this perfect person. And he's not a perfect person. Nobody is. But it's amazing how we have this desire to kind of find something wrong with people. You know, maybe you're like us, and if you ever go to South Beach, back then when there was a South Beach, and there will be again, or you ever just go out to uh, any public place, and maybe you like to people watch, and you like to go, man, that, that's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Um, there's something within us that just really likes to criticize and likes to find uh, things wrong with others. So is it wrong for us to be critical or for us to evaluate? Well, it can't be wrong in all cases, can it? Because if you're hiring somebody, you certainly want to evaluate them, don't you? You certainly want to evaluate their resume, talk to their references. I had a call um, from another church wanting to hire a good friend of mine and ask me about his character. And uh, I was thrilled to say he's one of my favorite people in the world. But it's important, and I told the the committee members, I said, it's so important what you're doing, to be able to accurately evaluate someone. If you've ever hired anybody from a a babysitter to someone to cut your grass to someone to work in your business, you know how important it is to evaluate and to evaluate accurately. Well, the same is true for followers of Jesus and the church. We need to know how to evaluate people accurately so we know how to help, but we have to be very careful about being judgmental. 
because it's really something that easily comes out of us. So let's look today at Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 1. Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 1. We'll, we'll do 1 and 2 first, and then we'll continue. Jesus is speaking, again, in this, this large section of teaching called the Sermon on the Mount. And remember, what he, why he is doing this is he wants to make sure that his followers are building their life, their house, upon a rock. Because the crisis always reveals the strength of the foundation, doesn't it? And so as you're listening to this today, as you're considering this passage, maybe you're finding some cracks in your foundation through this coronavirus. Most of us are. Um, and maybe one of the challenges you're facing is this judgmental idea and the, 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 the challenge and the tension between being judgmental and just being helpful and, and evaluating people. So look with me. Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 1. Jesus says this, Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you, you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. Whoa, now, the first thing we have to consider is what does he mean by the word judge? And the Greek word for judge really could mean to condemn, to pass judgment, if you will, to, to sentence someone, or it can also mean to simply evaluate, to, to sit as a judge, or to sit as someone simply uh, who evaluates whatever's going on. But clearly here in this passage, Jesus is talking about judging in the sense that we are critical and that we pass judgment to the extent that we condemn. And what he wants us to get out of this is this. Be careful that you give as much grace as you will need. You see, when we look at someone else's life, it's really important that we can take the same level of intensity of a spotlight as we're shining on their life. Jesus is saying that's what's going to happen you see, it's the same amount of, of judgment on you as you're putting on other people. It's a really helpful idea. If you're wondering, well, should I be critical? Should I not be critical? Ask yourself, would I want that level of intensity in my life? Can I bear that level of intensity in my life? Uh, next week, we'll be looking at the golden rule in uh, chapter 7, verse 12, which says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Now, when I was a kid, I adjusted that a little bit, and a lot of us would like to. Do unto others as, as they've done unto you, right? If your sister slaps you, slap her back, right? Um, that's not at all what God's golden rule is. It's to act towards others the way you would want them to act towards you. Do you want that level of criticism in your life that you're about to level on someone else. It gives us pause often to say, well, wait a minute. Do I want that? Is this really good for them? Am I giving them grace? And by grace, if you're not familiar with that term, what it means is I am overlooking and I'm not giving them what they may deserve. Rather, I'm just, I'm just uh, forgiving them before they even ask. Uh, I, I, am, I am overlooking their sin, if you will. It's kind of a Passover idea. The question is really, can I stand the judgment that I'm giving someone else? It really helps us to look at that. 
So you may say, well, I think we should just live and let live. Let other people do what they're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And what they're doing really doesn't matter. Well, Jesus takes it further, and he causes us to look at the things that really matter because we're supposed to be on this journey with other people. And to live and let live and just to leave people alone is not necessarily, in a lot of cases, a loving thing to do. It really is unloving. So let's look at the next two verses and we'll see what I mean. Jesus says this, Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eyes, your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a big log or a log in your own eye? It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a hilarious to me illustration, right? And, and here's the picture. A speck that he's talking about is, is a, a splinter or just really a particle of sawdust. He's saying, you're looking at your brother's eye. In other words, someone else who's on this journey with you to follow me. And you're looking and you're seeing a speck of sawdust in their eye when in fact you've got an entire plank or a beam in your eye. It's ridiculous. It's silly to think that you could possibly see to help someone with a speck in their eye when you've got this huge plank in your eye. So what Jesus wants us to see is when we try to be critical with someone's small sin or small issue, when we have this big sin in our lives, people are invariably going to get hurt. People are going to get hurt. And I want to say to you, that may be you. Maybe you have been hurt. And I want to encourage you to be forgiving of those who have hurt you, but also to understand that is a tendency that we have. And so we really need to be careful when we look at others and ask the question, have I removed the board from my eye? You know, sometimes what happens in our lives is we find a favorite sin to beat on. And for you, it might be, you know what, I hate drunkenness, so we keep speaking against that. Or, you know, I can't stand, um, I can't stand uh, sexual sin, and so we just beat on that, but... Are we delivering that with love? Or are we simply just wanting to make someone feel bad? Are we delivering our message in a way that would be helpful? You see, what happens sometimes is when we look at someone else's sin, we can't see our own sin. And we're blinded, really, by the board that's in our eye that may just be the sin of an unloving heart and an unloving attitude. And that's really where we have to start. We have to start with the board that's in our own eye. Verse 5, Jesus addresses the situation really clearly. He says this. He says, you hypocrite. It's a hard word. Hypocrite. It just, it just, it's hard to even say. And remember, a hypocrite is an actor or really more accurately, probably at this time, the word refers to someone who acts something that they're really not. It's a deceptive acting person. Someone who is doing something outwardly that's really not what they believe inwardly. He says, you hypocrite, first 
take the log out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eyes. He's saying, remove the plank. And then you can help. See, it's not good enough for me to just continue to walk around with this big old plank sticking out of my eyes. I need to get rid of that so I can be a blessing to those around me. So important that that plank gets removed for not only my sake, but for the sake of those around me. And you may say, well, Steve, what, how do you do that? Well, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the model or the Lord's Prayer. Some of you know it as our Father. And a key part of that prayer is, Jesus, would you forgive my sin, my trespasses, just as I have forgiven those who have trespassed against me. You see, repentance, that desire to be forgiven, is how we remove the plank from our own eye. You may say, well, Steve, I don't know where to start with that. Well, let me just give you a couple of ways that you may find really helpful to identify the plank in your eye, because honestly, we have a plank in our eye. We're blind to the outside world. We're probably blind even to ourselves, and all we really see is that plank. You know, when you think about a plank piece of wood and a particle of sawdust, they're made of the same stuff. They're just of different magnitudes. So one good place to start, what's the plank in my eye? Think about the thing that bothers you most. Sometimes it's because that's our biggest sin. So it may be that um, you chastise a child for getting angry at a game, but really your life is filled with rage. And that's how you function. You see, there's a a magnitude there. Your anger makes it so hard for you even to see anybody accurately, but it turns out that others' anger really gets to you. Or maybe you're having lunch with a friend, and you notice that his gaze lingers on the waitress a little too long. And you call him out for that, and you say, hey, you're, you're, you're looking at this waitress. Not a bad thing to say necessarily, but in reality, you may have, you have this porn addiction. So always watch the things that you're most critical of to see if it's, that's something that is within your heart that you need to deal with. But there are many others, and Jesus has dealt with these in the Sermon on the Mount. We've talked about a lot of them. Uh, one of them is unforgiveness. So remember, when we choose to not forgive, we're not ever going to repent of unforgiveness. So it's, it's, a, it's a sin that we can't get rid of until we agree to forgive. Also, uh, the sin of lust, as I mentioned, the sin of anger. Those are the big ones that Jesus talks about. Also, the sin of showing off how spiritual we are. Uh, That can be a big board in our face. Um, Also, the sin of vengeance. Uh, Jesus says, turn the other cheek. It's not your job to go out and set everything right that someone has done against you. Those are some good places to start to think about. Do I have a board in my eye? Have I hurt people because I'm trying to get the speck out of their eye when I have totally obstructed vision? And if it stopped right there, um, we'd miss really how Jesus applies this. And this is in verse 6 of chapter 7. This verse, if, if, when the first time you read this, you're kind of going, I don't know if that goes with that. I don't understand how that works. Well, always consider context when you're looking at Scripture. Jesus says this in verse 6. 
He says, do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn and attack you. What does that have to do with being judgmental or dealing with the board in our eyes? What? Here's what he's saying. He's saying we all need to develop the discernment that someone who has clear vision would have. And that discernment is able to decide what is a wild dog or a coyote and what is a coworker. You see, a wild dog or a coyote is just out there to scavenge and to be selfish and to get his needs met, doesn't really care about anyone else. But a coworker is someone who's on your team, someone who is trying to do the same things that you're trying to do, trying to follow Jesus in the same way. You see, it doesn't help to try to tell something holy to someone who is totally uninterested in the things of God. You've got to get that board out of your eye so you can discern that. In the same way, he says, don't throw your, you, you probably grew up, if you're like me and you grew up with the, with the King James Version, it's, it's don't cast your pearls before swine. Um, and the picture there is, don't give something valuable to a creature, to a person that's not going to value it. A pig has no use for pearls. A pig just pretty much wants to eat garbage and wallow in the mud, get big, uh, and produce piglets. That, that's really what they're all about. He's saying, don't take something valuable and holy and put it and give it to someone who's not going to value it. You see, sometimes when we're trying to help someone, we're not helping. We're telling them something they're not ready to receive. They just see us as critical or they just see us as judgmental. When I remove the beam, the log, the plank from my eye, then I can see who's ready to receive pearls. Who's ready to receive the good news of Jesus? Who's ready to be encouraged with the message of forgiveness? Uh, who's ready to, to receive maybe even a little admonition to say, you know, really, you probably shouldn't be heading in that direction. I say this in love. You see, that's what we're called to be as followers of Jesus. Let me just ask you, is the plank of judgmentalism causing you to do harm? Or is the plank of an unloving attitude causing you to see people inaccurately? Is the plank of lust causing you to not see how to help anybody? Is the plank of anger in your eye causing you to see people in an inaccurate way? I urge you today, allow Jesus to remove that plank so that you can deliver pearls. You can never deliver what is holy and precious to someone when you've got a plank in your eye. But people do need your pearls. Don't just say, hey, I'm just going to live and let live. This is who I am. This is the best I can do. Because people need you. People around you, they need you to allow God to speak through you to them in a loving way. You see, we're not met, as we talked about last week, about the church and how important it is that we're, we're, we're attached and we're walking together and we're all connected and we're brothers and sisters in Christ. How important that is. If we're going to live that way, we need to be able to share our pearls with one another. And a pearl is something precious that you've received from Jesus. 
A pearl is salvation, is the fact that I can be forgiven. A pearl is that I can live filled with the Spirit. A pearl is that I can represent Jesus to others, that I can know Jesus, that I can know others, and I can make Jesus known. Those are pearls. I urge you today, remove the plank and deliver pearls. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we confess that as a people, we so frequently find ourselves judging others. Lord, forgive us of our condemning attitudes, Lord. Show us in our own lives, shine the spotlight on our lives, Lord, to show us where we fall short. Help us to see the hidden sins, the sins that seem so acceptable Sins of, of, of gossip, uh, sins of just kind of those snide remarks, uh, sins of not loving people or showing off our spirituality. Lord, show us our sin so we can remove our planks and deliver pearls. Lord, for those today who would say, you know what, I've never received the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that right there, wherever they are, anywhere around the world today, as they're seeing this message that they would say, I want a God who can remove the planks from my eyes so I can see clearly, so I can be made innocent. I want the blood of Jesus. I want the blood of Jesus to pay for my sin. And I want to be forgiven. And I want Jesus. I want Jesus to send his spirit to live inside of me, Lord. God, I pray that those who haven't received you would and that those of us who are on this journey would allow you to remove our planks so we can deliver pearls. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to support this ministry, go to our website at fbcdelray.com. Also, click the share button so you can share this message with a friend or someone in need as we seek to know Jesus, to know others, and to make him known. We cry out, we cry out. Hope is here, lost our